0: Hello, hello, welcome to Flowing with the Punches. I'm your host, Stephanie Lorenziazio of SLD Wellness, and this podcast is all about flowing through the sweetest peaks and navigating through the bitter pits of life so that you can unapologetically be yourself. We live in a society where online, it seems like everything is rainbows and butterflies and sunshine and rainbows, and I am here to call bullshit on all of that. It's not that. People are not always hopping on flights. People are not living this dream life all the time. People are going through hard shit all the time and they just don't talk about it. Behind closed doors, they're dealing with struggles and you wouldn't even know it. And oh yeah, on this podcast, I do curse. So buckle the fuck up and get ready to go on this ride. If you are ready to talk about getting through the things that are impossible, seeing through all the hard shit and finding your way through it, let's jump in. Are you ready? Oh hey, hello, hello, I am so excited to be back on the podcast. Welcome to season two of Flowing with the Punches. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Stephanie Lordan Diazio of SLD Wellness. And SLD Wellness is a space that's all about mental health. It's all about birth work. I'm a doula. I'm a birth and postpartum doula. I'm a meditation and breath work practitioner, Reiki practitioner. So we talk all about breathwork, we talk about meditation, we talk about mindset. And I love to talk about mixing logic with spirituality so that you can unapologetically be yourself. And so that's a lot of what we talk about in SLD Wellness and also on this podcast. And if you're not new here, then you know that the podcast was originally called SLD Wellness, which is the name of the business. And It needed to have a slight shift because there's so many things that have changed. And so on this podcast, my intention is to talk to you about what the podcast is about, what you'll gain, why I'm doing this podcast to begin with, the evolution of the podcast, like what we were doing, where we are now, and being clear on what I want this space to be for all of us. Talking about being able to step out of things that seem hard and scary being able to have the courage to get through the things that are impossible. And I'll also share a little bit more about myself for people who are brand brand spanking new to the whole whole thing. So, SLD Wellness, this podcast formerly known as SLD Wellness, was all about finding your voice, finding your gifts, realizing that you already have the tools inside of yourself. And through doing 35 episodes of the podcast last year, which was amazing and a huge learning experience to dive deep into talking about trauma, to talk about what a doula is, to talk about all the things. I ended up realizing that yes, this is still a space for finding your voice, but it's beyond that. It's even more than that. It's all about being able to truly be yourself, being able to not give a fuck about what other people think about you and how to get through that. And it's also about talking about the peaks and the pits, the highs and the lows, the hard things about life. Because oftentimes, people have a tendency to make it seem like everything is perfect. And let's be honest, that's not true. There are things that happen that are difficult. And I think that there's this toxic positivity that exists where you have to make it seem as though everything is always perfect, everything is always good, and that you're not allowed to be honest and transparent. And for me, one of the things that I very much stand for and feel as though is a mission in my life is to show behind the curtains of things, to show when things can be difficult, to highlight those things and how you get through those things. We don't just sit in the tough shit. We talk about the tough shit and how you can move through the tough shit. And I am all about things being great. There's nothing wrong with enjoying your life. This is not poo-pooing on people who are like, hey, my life is always great, but bullshit if you tell me that everything is always perfect because I know you're fucking lying. (laughs) Like truly, like let's be clear, let's be honest. Like there are things that can happen that are difficult. When someone has a child, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. There are things that happen with that. Baby blues are a real thing. And when you start new things, things can be difficult. And I just really want to highlight the fact that it's not always perfect. There's there's always, I always giggle when I see things about Instagram versus reality. Because whenever I look at people's Instagrams and it always looks like it's starry and shiny, I'm like, Bullshit, I'm happy for you that you are showing the good things that are going on in your life. And I'm not going to lie and act as though I always show the things that are tough or I always write about the things that are tough. But I do think that by always making it seem as though things are always perfect and things are always good and things are always amazing and not acknowledging that things can be hard or when things are hard it really gives this false perception that, oh, everybody has everything that's going on that's better than I do, and I don't know what's going on with life because I'm comparing myself. And I mean, that's also the worst thing that you can do. Comparing yourself to other people is truly the thief of joy because it just makes you feel as though you don't know what you're doing. And let's be clear, most people don't. Most people don't know what they're doing. but on the outside looking in, it might look like they do. And getting to this point of the podcast came from doing season one of the podcast, formerly known as SLD Wellness, the podcast. And it was amazing to be able to talk about all of the things and unearthing all of the tough things because it was so amazing to get the confirmation from other people that, yes, like I go through these hard things too. I've dealt with workplace trauma. I've dealt with racial trauma. Like hearing from other people who are like, yep, I have had that and didn't know what to do about it. Or I dealt with things at work and thought that this was normal, but it turns out it wasn't. It was such a gratifying experience to see that. You know, as a society, we're not alone when we do things and we feel as though it is, you know, feel, feeling as though it's, it's hard. You can, you can get through those things, though. And I think the first step to getting through those things is acknowledging that you are dealing with those things. Because oftentimes people don't want to acknowledge when something hard is happening. They'd rather just bury it and stuff it deep down inside when, in fact, when you acknowledge that you're going through something, it's easier to get through it because you have said, hey, I'm going through this tough thing or hey, this thing happened and it's not easy rather than being in a state of denial and trying to just do everything on your own. And you don't have to do everything by yourself. That's another thing that doing Season one of the podcasts made very clear. You don't have to do everything on your own. You don't have to struggle in silence. And if someone tells you that you have to, they're lying or they just don't want to hear and acknowledge that things can be difficult. So that's where we're coming from is being able to acknowledge that hey, you've got you've got a lot of gifts. you've got a lot of beautiful things that are going on, even through. things that are tough. But we're going to dive deeper into the things that can be tough and figuring out how to get through those things and talking about how to get through those things. And to be clear, you do have everything inside of yourself still. Like There are things from the SLD Wellness Podcast that were the foundational things to help amplify and go even further. So now it's more about being who you want to be. And knowing that, yes, you've got those tools. So how do you use those tools so that you can get further, so that you can really move through your life, move through it with more ease, move through it with being able to trust yourself more. And also, I think that there's a lot of duality that exists with the highs and the lows and what i mean by that is that i truly don't believe that you can go through life without experiencing things that are tough in order to get to things that are better and i think that if you are only willing to acknowledge the things that are great when you encounter something that is hard it knocks you down so bad That when you then get to the things that are hard and you do get down and low to the things that are really difficult, sometimes it feels like you can't get out of it because you can't see past it. And I also think that when you are in the things that are difficult and you just think, this is my life, oh my gosh, my life is the worst. My life is always bad, my life always sucks. You're setting yourself up for failure there too because let's be honest, No one's life is always bad. No one's life is always good. There's a mix. But being able to appreciate it, being able to appreciate both of them, allows you to live a life of more balance. And that is something that can take some time to see and to realize. Because when we get knocked down on our feet, sometimes we feel like this is it and you just want to stay there but you don't have to stay there. And breath work and meditation are things that, for me personally, have truly been life-changing of being able to get through those things. And so we're still going to do meditation on the podcast for those of you who have been a part of this podcast before. The only thing that's gonna be a slight twist is that I now have crystal sound bowls that I use when I teach class in Denver. And I'm going to be using them for the podcast too. So I can't wait to see how that turns out. And I would love to get your take on what you feel like you hear, what you feel like you experience. And also because I've been doing so many meditation and breathwork trainings in the past year or so, we're going to have some slight shifts there because there's going to be some more breath work that we'll be doing. And... I can't wait to do all of the things with you. And it, I think, is so important to talk about the fact that when you feel like you just can't get through things and you can't see past them, usually it's because you're only thinking about the present moment. And oftentimes the ways to get through is you have to be able to see outside of where you currently are, which isn't always an easy thing to do. Like give yourself grace. If you're sitting in the pit of something that just that has just happened to you that's really intense and really painful and really hard, sometimes you do just need to give yourself some time to process. Give yourself some time to be angry. Give yourself some time to be upset. Please give yourself that space. Don't put a time frame on how long you have to discuss something for yourself or process something for yourself. Give yourself the space to really sit with something. And for every situation, that time frame looks different. Sometimes it can take weeks, months, years to really process something that happened to you. But you have to be gentle with yourself because you can't rush things, especially when you're going through something that's incredibly hard. And then I think when you get to a point where you feel like, okay, I'm ready to work through this, talking to an outside person, talking to a therapist, talking to a coach, sometimes it's talking to a friend, those things can be impactful, often life-changing, because you get to talk to someone who sees life in a completely different way than you do. Because when you are in the thick of it, when you are in the pit of things you often don't even feel like there are solutions that exist. I know that that's absolutely the case with my birth clients that I've worked with. In the past year, while I was doing all things for the podcast last year, part of why I also needed to slow down with recording the podcast is because I was doing so many births and I was so exhausted. And I had to really give myself time to slow down and get rest and it was really difficult for me to hold space for other people and then also do this at the same time because there was so much information and so much I feel like that I wanted to share about this, but I also knew that there was going to need to be a different way to share it. And so also with that being said, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to give you a little bit of a surprise in the sense that there's also going to be another podcast that's going to be coming out soon. That's called that black doula, which is going to be all about birth, all about my perspective as a black doula, talking about what birth is like, also talking about how I've seen that it's been different for people who are people of color versus people who are not, and all the things. But one thing I can say about the births that I've been at, and even like postpartum wise, is that parents are really hard on themselves. So incredibly hard. And you're raising a human, you're keeping a human alive, you're doing all of the amazing, beautiful things. And I think there's always this desire to do more and be better. And I can say with certainty that the parents that I've worked with are doing their absolute best. And it's clear because They're trying all the things. But something that I think can sometimes be a struggle for them is that they don't take time out for themselves. And that's something that I think is really important to do, to try to do. And sometimes they don't see that there can be options for different things. Examples I can give you are feeling like, oh, I have to clean up this house all the time. Well, if you are in a financial position to do so, Why don't you get somebody who can help clean your house once or twice a month? And if you have family that is nearby, why don't you ask for help? Asking for help, such a hard thing, though. It's like, why would I or how could I ask somebody and acknowledge that I'm in a vulnerable state and I need help? That's often a thing that I've talked to my clients about because they are... Struggling to ask for that help. Or if you want to exercise for a little bit and just have some time away from the baby, well, why don't you ask your partner if they can watch them for a little bit so that you can do that? That's something that it sounds outrageous sometimes when I say that to my clients because they're like, how can I ask for that? My partner's really good at asking for that, asking if they can go for a run or go play a game, but how am I supposed to, as the person who is holding the baby most of the time, how am I supposed to ask for that? Well, the same way that they ask you. Hey, can you watch them while I go take a bath? Can you watch them while I go do a 10-minute, 15-minute workout? Can you watch them while I go take a nap? Again... All of that coming from my mouth might sound like, oh, well, you make it sound easy. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. I think it takes practice. I think it takes time. I think that vulnerability, though, is the way that you're able to break through things in order to have things change for yourself in ways that you would want them to. And we're going to talk a lot about being vulnerable because I think that Vulnerability is the cornerstone to breakthroughs. Being able, being willing to talk about things that are difficult for you or scary for you or feel like there's no way that I can see through this. Being comfortable enough to talk to your loved ones about those things, talking to your family, talking to your partner, talking to your friends about those things allows you to have more of the space to truly get through. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about that stuff. They would rather just do everything themselves. But I can also tell you that if you try to do absolutely everything on your own, you will collapse. You will resent whoever is around you because you're going to look at them and be like, they look so well rested. Fuck them. (laughs) Or like, they look like they're just living the life. What the fuck? How? I bet you they have someone who's helping them out somehow, some way." And that can look like so many different things. They might have their mom or dad who is watching their child or they might have a person who's cleaning and helping them out or they have a therapist that they're talking to so that they are able to process things and they don't have to carry everything on their shoulders alone. And you shouldn't have to carry everything on your shoulders alone. And I think that that's something that is a very important thing to realize is you don't have to do everything by yourself. And this life is not meant for you to do everything by yourself. And if you have grown up with that as your mindset that if you don't do things on your own then it won't get done, then you probably need to figure out where that came from. Did you see someone else in your life who was doing that, who felt as though they couldn't ask for help? And Maybe they were asking the wrong people because there are some people who are takers. They just take all the shit from you and they won't ask you, do you need help? Is there any way that I can help you? Or even if you ask them, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And maybe those are not the people for you to be asking for that support. But there are people that exist that are willing to help you out and that are willing to step in for you when you need that. So it's time to really dive in and ask for help. I know that that's something that I've definitely struggled with is asking for help. But I also know that the only reason that I have done a lot of the things that I've been able to do has been with the support of others, has been through the help of others, being able to co-collaborate with others. Therapy, magical has been so helpful and if you listened to season one and if you haven't please do so that you know that I'm going to talk about therapy a lot but therapy truly I think is a blessing I grew up in a Haitian household and therapy was something that was like you don't do that that's not a thing that you do You're going to therapy? What is wrong with you? Like, that was kind of the thought, is like, if you're going to therapy, something is wrong with you. Meanwhile, most of the people that I know that go to therapy are people who give themselves space to process. And I love all of the people that I know go to therapy. Like, they are very self-aware and know that, hey, I need to talk to somebody about this. Because when I try to talk to some people about this, I don't really feel like I get back what it is that I need in this situation, or I feel like I don't feel seen or heard. And it's so important for you to be able to feel seen and heard in life. And we don't always get that from people, our friends, our loved ones, because sometimes they don't even know how to respond. Sometimes they tell us what they think we should do rather than just listening to us, rather than just allowing us to vent or process. And sometimes they don't have the capacity to hold what it is that we're sharing because if they were to listen to what it is that we were sharing about, sometimes it might be related to something that they did. Or sometimes it might be related to something that involves them and then it's like, are you talking about me? Are you saying I'm a bad friend, partner, parent? And they don't want to sit with how something they did could have impacted you. And so I will always sing the praises of therapy and of coaches because coaches really help you break through blocks and break through things that are difficult. And as a doula, I've seen all the ways in which that happens. Even though most of my work has been in birth work, I also do a lot of coaching with people who are looking to make career transitions, people who are looking to start their own businesses, people who are like, yo, this job is not the business and I don't want to do it anymore and I want to do something else and helping them to figure out, well, okay, so what is it about this job that you are not enjoying and what are the things that you really need to take care of for yourself so that you don't bring that into the next job that you're in? And I think that having someone who can look at things from the outside looking in and help you break down the patterns that you have makes a huge, huge difference. So honestly, coaching, therapy, having people who are in your corner and want to see you win is amazing. Mentorship is honestly like the number one thing that I've learned in the past two years of running this business that have made a huge difference in my life and in the lives of other people is that when you have someone who has either been through what you've been through or knows what it's like, they can see things in a really clear way, in a really clear perspective that can help you to move through those things quicker. So get you a great coach, get you a great therapist, get you some great friends, And also sometimes you gotta drop some people. Sometimes people need to be moved from the VIP seats to the general admission seats. Sometimes those people need to just be people who see your stories online and they don't get to be the people who get the exclusive intel. It's just a thing that happens. Sometimes you have to reevaluate the people that are in your life and see if they deserve to be people that you confide in because a lot of times we have people that have always just been there and we're like oh well they're there because they've always been there okay but are they good for you because if they're not good for you why are you allowing yourself to get dragged down by someone it's a lot to think about but it's stuff that i think is really important and as i have also been running this business there's been so many things that i've noticed that have changed within me because they've just had to having to get comfortable with saying no sometimes the people that i've been close to you know like oh i thought this person was my friend but no i cannot do this for you and i cannot do this for you for free or i'm not available to be at your beck and call whenever you wake up and you need help with something because i have other things that are going on for me, and I'm not awake right now. (laughs) I need to get some rest. I can't do all these things for you all the time. And that can be something that if you are a people pleaser or a former people pleaser and people are used to seeing you in a certain light, they might get uncomfortable with that because they don't know what to do with that. Like, oh my gosh, this person is not who they used to be. And for those people who can be surprised by that, come on now, you know people change. People change and people can change at any moment whenever they need to or whenever they want to, whenever they feel ready to. So I think it's important to give yourself the space to change as well. In the past two years of this business and of recording this podcast, even, I feel like I've learned so much about myself and the ways in which I want this business to expand and to grow. And so I paused from doing births in January, and I'm also pausing in February because in September, I did six births which was the most that I'd done in a month and it really almost broke me because it was like September 3rd, September 4th and then a few days later doing two more and then a few days later doing two more and not really getting sleep and I really thought I was going to lose it and I think that what it made me realize is while yes I very much enjoy doing the work that I do I love helping people bring new life into the world and being their advocate. And I absolutely think that doulas are essential. I think that everybody who gives birth should have a doula. And if you are like, oh, I can't afford to get a doula, there are ways in which you can. There are doulas that you can get in your price range. But please, for the love of God, don't expect everybody to do things for you for free. That is a tangent for another day. But... (laughs) I truly believe that doulas do impactful work. And as a postpartum doula as a birth doula who has been in the room over 35 times, I know also how much energy that doulas throw into things. How much of our hearts and our souls are in things for the birth. And I also think that when you don't have any space for yourself to get through and process, the bursts that you've experienced, it can burn you out really quickly. And we'll be talking about that in a future podcast episode. I, it might be in episode two, because in, in episode two, I'll be talking more about my own personal journey. We'll be talking about peaks and pits. What is a peak in a pit? And just explaining all of the things and how I've gotten to the point that I'm at. And I have enjoyed being able to help people see that while it can feel like things are difficult or it can feel like you can't do things, that if you have the right people around you, if you have the right resources, and if you're willing to use those things and put in the work for those things as well, because it all is a mix together. You could be somebody who's like, I wanna put in the work, but then you don't get help from other people and you just try to do everything yourself. I think that's setting yourself up for failure if you're not willing to ask for help and you try to do all the things. I also think that if you have the people but you're not willing to do the work for certain things, nobody can make you do something that you don't wanna do. So you have to have all of the things hand in hand and supporting you in order to be in a good spot, in order to be in a solid spot. So I would say that that kind of sums up where I'm at with where the podcast was and where it is that we're going. And if you wanna know more about me, please ask. Ask all, all the things, ask away. <laughs> I can tell you that, so I've, I currently live in Colorado and I moved here from Philadelphia. I grew up in New York, and I lived in Philly for nine years, but growing up in New York, I was very much a pretty quiet person, unless you knew me. If you knew me, you'd be like, "Nah, she's not quiet. But I, I was pretty insular because of things that I experienced growing up, and definitely kept a lot to myself. Struggled a lot, and then just like brought that home with me crying in a room i on the outside looking in though you wouldn't know because i always had a smile on my face it always seemed like i was okay and everything's fine which is very much like why for me this podcast is like things are not rainbows and butterflies all the time and i know firsthand because i used to i used to appear as though that was the case and seem as though that's the case. And my smile is very deceiving. Like if you go to SLD Wellness or you go to my personal page at Steph Laurida, it looks like all the time, everything is great. It's not always true. So I know, (laughs) I know personally that things are not always perfect because sometimes you can see somebody smile and like you can tell behind their eyes that they're having a struggle or that they're not getting sleep or that they're overwhelmed or they're doing too much. But when I was in Philly and I lived there for the nine years that I was there, I also got my MBA and I worked in some really toxic places. Most of them were racist, if I'm being quite honest, because I was working in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. And one of the jokes that um, when I was in journalism school that one of the teachers had, they were talking about from like something that a news anchor said was like, what's the space between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh? And they said, Pennsylvania, And at the time I was like, oh, ha ha ha. And then I worked in it and I was like, oh shit, they weren't joking. There are areas that are really racist and you'll be the only person that looks like you. And I wasn't used to that because in New York, I grew up in a very multicultural environment where there were a lot of people who were Haitian. There were a lot of people who were Jamaican, who were Southeast Asian. And I just met so many different people And then when I worked in Pennsylvania, it was me. I was the only one that looked like me. And I was a target in a lot of cases. And working in Colorado, I mean, I I am often one of one here too. (laughs) But I would say the difference between what I experienced in Pennsylvania is that I was actively getting harassed by VPs at companies who would take me into a room and shout at me and would try to gaslight me, act as though they didn't do the things that they did. And I started to develop really high anxiety and would start to dry heave. When I would go into work, I would get really sick. I would go to my doctor and my doctor would be like, you only come in here once a year for your checkups. And then when you do come in here otherwise, it seems like it's work-related. Your blood work shows that you're fine. But the moment that we talk about work, things escalate. It seems like your body is just not supposed to be in these spaces. And they would say, I'm not gonna tell you to quit your job but and that for me was something where I was like wow okay like this is a pattern this was like every job that I was working at where this was an issue and so because of all of that when I got my MBA and I started to apply for jobs in Pennsylvania and companies were trying to offer me $10 an hour even though I had my MBA and I had worked in large corporations I was like f this (laughs) so my husband was like well why don't you just apply everywhere And see what happens. And so I did, and I started to get offers in Colorado and places that were asking me, When are you moving out here? And I came to visit, loved Denver, and we moved. And I've been in Colorado now for almost five years, which is wild to me. But I also think that it's given me a lot of perspective. It doesn't mean that the racism, the toxicity, the toxic positivity magically went away, though, because I have experienced my fair share of things in other places too. I actually started the business SLD Wellness because I was working at a toxic corporate yoga company that I ended up developing PTSD at. I wasn't getting sleep. I started to have anxiety attacks while I was meditating on the weekends. I was working from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., you know, all of the bad things. And this was at the height of covid And so I was like, you know what, it's really time for me to focus on myself. I've always known I want to work for myself. I didn't really know what that looked like. And so then I just really dove deep into creating SLD Wellness, the business. And it really started to take off and made me realize that mental health and being in an environment in a community where We can just talk about the things that are truly happening and also helping people to make the shifts that they want to make, that this was a space that I wanted to be in. And birth work and postpartum all falls into all of that. And I'm really eternally grateful for making that decision and making that move because it allowed me to leave shitty places that weren't for me and it also allowed me to stop being afraid of well what is this person gonna think because to be honest like fuck that fuck them (laughs) if you're so worried about that particular person oh this person sends me messages at 7 a.m to do work and then they're still messaging me at 10 p.m. because i had that fuck that some point you got to stop responding at some point you gotta step away from that for your own sake for your own safety and I remember being in those kind of spaces and just not really knowing what to do or not really knowing what was next. And I'm going to leave that there because in episode two, I'm going to talk more about the peaks and the pits of my own personal journey and what a peak in a pit is. And I don't want to give everything away because I feel like I gave you quite a bit. So I can't wait to talk to you even more Next week, this podcast is going to come out every week and it's going to come out on Tuesdays, which I'm really excited about. In the past, it was coming out on Fridays. It was kind of like fluctuating. It was like Fridays and Mondays and who knows when. It was just coming out when it was coming out. But the this 10-episode series of the season is going to be, I think... A really nice shift. And if you are someone who is looking to have things that are that change for you, if you are someone who wants to have things different than how they are now, then reach out to me and let's talk. You can check out sldwellness.com. You can DM me on SLD Wellness. And if you are someone who is looking to talk about birth work, talk about how I became a doula, reach out to me on SLD Wellness. I can't wait to share more, to talk to you more. And if you like this podcast episode, please, please, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this, whether this is on iTunes or this is on Spotify, and send me a screenshot. I'm actually going to, for the first two episodes, be doing a giveaway. So for the people who review it and the people who just give their feedback of what they think and how you like it, you're going to be entered into a giveaway to receive a free Reiki slash tarot session with me. If you're looking to do both, we can do both. If you want to do one or the other, we can do that. And I am so excited to gift that to you because I really love this community that is here of strong people who are givers but want to give more to themselves. And if there's any way that I can provide to you, I want to and I'm ready to. So let's move into our meditation with the sound bowls yay and let me know what you think of the sound bowls because this is my first time recording with them and if you like it i'm gonna keep doing it so let's dive into it okay so today before we move into the sound bowl meditation and sit in a couple of moments of just silence in the meditation we're going to do a breathwork practice and that is going to be equal ratio breathing, which is a simple but powerful breathwork technique. And it helps to create a beautiful state of balance between the mind and the body by switching off the sympathetic responses of fight, flight, and freeze, and helps to turn on the parasympathetic nervous system. So this is great for if you are experiencing anxiety, it helps you fall asleep, So wherever you are, close your eyes, allow your shoulders to melt down your back, release the tension in your jaw. And we'll start with three cleansing breaths. Slowly take a deep inhale in through your nose, fill up your belly, draw the breath further down into your chest. And take an open mouth exhale. (sighs) Again, let's do that two more times. Take a deep inhale in through your nose. Fill up your chest. Fill up your belly. Fill up your back. Exhale out your mouth. (sighs) One more time, take a deep inhale in, fill your belly, your chest, your back. Open mouth, exhale, let it all go. Now seal your lips and take a deep inhale in through your nose for five, four, three, two, one, hold at the top for five, four, three, two, one, exhale with control for five, four, three, two, one, hold at the bottom for five four, three, two, one. Continue on with that same rhythm. Inhaling for a count of five. Holding for a count of five. Exhaling for a count of five. And holding for a count of five. Allowing yourself to fill up your belly, your chest, your back. And when you exhale, releasing from your back, your chest, your belly. Keeping your shoulders away from your ears, relaxing your jaw, relaxing your collarbones, Taking slow, deep inhales and exhales. Allowing your mind and your nervous system to draw back into balance. Breathe in two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. Releasing whatever you need to from today whatever you need to from this week. How can you take whatever you need to from this meditation and release whatever doesn't serve you and let it go. Breathing in to Three, four, five. hold, Two, three, four, five. exhale, Two, three, four, five. hold, Two, three, four, five. And if at any point your mind starts to wander, let it, let it do what it wants to do. Taking slow, deep breaths. You can allow yourself to drop this breathwork practice. Moving into meditation, giving yourself a couple moments of stillness and toes, rock your head from side to side, slowly begin to open your eyes when you're ready, start to find three things in the room to look at. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Lord and Diazio of SLD Wellness. If you want to connect more, check out sldwellness.com. Follow me on SLD Wellness on Instagram and on our new Instagram page flowing with the Punches, where I'll talk more about the podcast and all the fun, Beautiful things that are on the way. And if you like this podcast episode, please, please, please leave a five star review wherever you're listening to this, whether this is on iTunes or this is on Spotify, and tag me in it at SLD Wellness or at Flowing with the Punches. And you'll be entered in for a chance to get free Reiki or tarot with me and i am looking forward to sharing more with you next week next tuesday on episode two all about more peaks and pits from the perspective of things that i've experienced and also talking more about what is a peak what is a pit what is all this stuff all right take care i will